Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Blake Rafino from RU Serious Sports. And this AYS Short is brought to you by the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. You know, I, I look, Mike, you know, I, I'm Italian. And so we think, you know, I, I can go out there. I ain't going to get sunburned. Shit. 70 degrees and my ass got sunburned, man. But we're just <laughs> How has your week been? My week was great. Uh, experienced my first Mardi Gras, you know. Okay. I'd never, yeah, I'd never done nothing. I'd never seen the parades. Uh, only time I've been to Bourbon is after playoff game losses. And so I got to be there happy one time for the first time. So, uh, yeah, it's been a good week. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Mike, you can't let the, that experience that you've had in New Orleans twice be the only experience. Glad you got to experience it. <laughs> what was your favorite? What was your what was your favorite new experience about Margot? Was there anything you expected that maybe you had heard about and you were like, maybe this is it lived up to this hype, or maybe something that you weren't expecting? I didn't know how how many people came out to the parades. And I don't even know which one I went to. I just had some of my teammates <laughs> tell me to come here. <laughs> I, 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 feel the same so I, I had no idea. <laughs> But I went out there and I was like, this is insane. And it was like going down the whole road, these gigantic floats. I was like, I, I'm glad. I literally can't, glad I went just so I could see that because I'll never, I'll never forget that. That was, that was crazy. Well, Mike, I told everybody with, in AYS tonight that we'll be learning a little bit more about you personally. I think that it's a good segue to learn more about you. Now, something that was interesting when we were talking. And, Mike, I, I'm not going to lie, I had to go and look it up. Mike, you used to be a quarterback in high school, I hear, huh? Yes, yes, indeed. Okay, so take us through that. What kind of quarterback was Mike Jones when you said down? Said, what was Mike Jones like? <laughs> so, I mean, it kind of came in two parts. I only got to play my freshman and sophomore year before I went to IMG my junior year. My first year, I was scared. I was scared to throw the ball. You know, I had the little freshman syndrome, but I was faster than a lot of people. You know, this is small football in Tennessee. So I was pretty fast. And so uh, my, my freshman year, you know, if I had to be Lamar, I would try to be Lamar. Okay. okay. <laughs> did, did you hit him with the did – you, did you ever see the uh, Lamar, uh, Lamar Jackson when he was in high school and he was running to the end zone, he just stopped and he kind of like just yeah, walked yeah. in like this. Did you ever hit anybody with one of those? I, I never had that much swagger. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you know, like him stopping on a dime like that's insane. So 
when if we were to create a player in Madden and and using you, the real life Mike Jones, are you a pocket passer, scrambler, gunslinger? Who is Mike Jones really? Are you that gunslinger mentality type of QB? Now, see, I'm the gunslinger mentality with the runner body and attributes. You know what I'm saying? I can't really throw it, but <laughs> I'm going to throw it. Mike, let me ask you this because I think it's a little unique. And, and, and now being a little serious, but being unique, look, then you said you went to IMG, and I'm assuming you trans- transitioned to the defensive side of the ball. Um, what's that like, though? Because I feel like when you go through that experience, right, when you go through the experience of being a quarterback on the offensive side, it makes you better defensively. Um, is there anything in your days playing that position that you that you remember and it, it's able to help you on the field defensively of your current position? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say the biggest thing is, like, now, you know, so much of the game is played with their eyes. You know, and I never, like, realized quarterbacks really just look and throw where they're going to, like, where they're looking at. Some of them, some of them look you off, you know, the more experienced, better guys. But, you know, to some extent, you know, they're going to be playing with their eyes. And so as a defender now, you know, if I know all right, he's going to be looking here, I can show him what I want him to see mm-hmm. so that whenever he sees it, I can put myself in a position to make a play. You know, and, and I didn't know that, but then as I changed over the defense, I'm like, oh, this quarterback's looking right at me. Like, did I used to do that? Yeah, I would look right at the dude and then throw the ball. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, and it, it, it probably, Mike, is why, too, you see, like, the Pat Mahomes no look and the, the, the Matt Stafford no look in the Super Bowl. That much is crazier when you see stuff like that. And then hitting – what's even more crazy to me, Mike, is not that he's doing a no-look pass. It's that he's hitting him in the chest, right? In like the chest, man. Man. It's man. not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> That's why I be doing that in practice sometimes, and it literally pisses me off so bad. Who who does who does that in practice? Garrett Nussmeyer. Oh, okay. Well, see, but see, that's that gunslinger, right? Like, he does that kind of stuff. Mike, I know you'd be doing that too, huh? You'd be like, hey, Tony. And then you would throw it to the right. That was you in practice. Don't lie. I would throw it right to the defender. That's what I would throw it to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So what's interesting, Mike, too, is that you would, in making that transition, you haven't been playing your current position for a long time, not just even on the inside, but defensive really. Uh, and you've kind of progressed pretty quickly from that position. What do you think has helped you the most uh, I know playing quarterback, but is there something that's helped you the most in transitioning to the defensive side of the ball? Man, I would say over the years, I've just accumulated so much knowledge, you know, coming from three, well, now three different defense coordinators. You know, um, when it comes to, like, scheme in my mind now, it's all concepts, you know. Cover three is cover three. Is You know, we might roll it this way and call it this. But, you know, this dude is doing the same thing. They just call it a different way. And so um, being able to, like, tap into your coordinator's mind and, you know, learn the language, that that helps you, you know, get prepared for a game. It's such another level. You know, it, it's hard when you have questions. And playing defense at this level, I mean, it, it, you can't be super basic and expect to win. You know what I'm saying? You got to have you got to have a, a, a multiple calls, multiple things you can go into a game saying, all right, if we need to run this, we need to be able to run it you know, run and uh, execute. And so I would just say, man, just having 
being able to get an overall knowledge of just the game in general, at least on the defensive side, you know, like I hear things all the time and I'm like, oh, we called that this at Clemson. Oh, this is what we did last year. It's just a different name. You know, like that's like just made me, it's like made me mature in my, in the way I think of the game and the way I approach installs, approach, you know, going into practice and things like that. I think the biggest word you just said there was experience or two words, experience and being more mature. I, I mean, Mike, you ever just, you ever just sit back sometimes and think about like, I, I remember like when I was a kid, you know, I'm like, bro, why did I do that? You know, something just stupid that I did. And now that I look back on it and it, and even like, it, it, it seems as if Mike, what you're saying is, is like, now you're there and that's going to help you even moving forward. So, and, and one more question, I want to talk to you a little bit about the season too. But even looking into that, is there one thing or, well, not even really one thing, but is there something that you, in that transition, because look, you've been around Matt House, Brent Venables, you, Durante Jones, and now getting that scheme down, it's all pretty much the same thing. Is it just picking up the lingo at this point for you? Because knowing what you have to do, it's all really the same. Is it just a lingo type of thing that you have to pick up now? Yeah, personally, I would say it's more the lingo, you know, uh, and there always are little, like little minor details that guys do different, you know. But right, right. like you said, they're all the same, you know. And they just might call it red, and this person called it blue, and this dude called it bark, you know. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, just the lingo, man. Uh, Mike, get, we're we're getting close to spring, and before you know it, fall camp's going to be here. Season's going to be here. Um. What are you looking forward to the most? What, are there any games that you're looking forward to the most? I mean, look, playing Florida State, a team that you've played in the ACC, now you get them in, the, in, in week one, and you talked about New Orleans, down in the Dome. Um, what are some games that you're looking forward to this season? Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that one down in New Orleans. Um, unfortunately, I never won a game there. Very fortunate for LSU. But uh, – Neither have I. Played it four times. We on the same boat, brother. <laughs> yeah. So those games there never went good for me. So it'd be great to uh, get a win down there. And um, personally, man, I, I, I can't wait for the Bama game. You know, and of course, I, I'm excited for the whole schedule. You know, I, I'm excited to play every week. But personally, just me personally, like. You know, it is different. You know what I'm saying? I want to win that game so bad. You know, and I know it's going to be turned to now that it'll be at LSU. And I know they're bringing back all their guys on defense. So, you know, hopefully guys can stay healthy and we'll be able to both pull out our best, you know, for that week and we can go at it. But the Bama game this past year, I was like, wow, well, I was just like low-key, like one of the funniest games I've had. You know, and I done played national championships, won national championship, won multiple conference championships. I Caught interception in a playoff game. game. You know what I'm saying? Picked off Justin Fields, you know? And I'm like, dude, like, this freaking nail-biter at Bama on the road is might be my favorite college game. And even though it didn't even turn out the way I wanted, I was like, just like, it was like just so just crazy the whole time. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is nuts. But dive yeah, into I, Mike, dive into that. Why was it your funnest game that you've ever played? I mean, look, like you said, you – Bro, you intercepted the number two overall pick in the NFL a couple seasons ago, and, and this was your funnest game, right? So why was it? Man, 
I mean, there's different aspects of it. One, you know, just for the defense as a whole to play at that level, you know, on that stage, you know, it was like a, like kind of like a proud moment, like, like finally, we finally getting together, you know, and um, just being there with my guys too, Mike and Damone, you know, I know how hard them guys at work, man, and being able to be on the field, because that's when we kind of changed up the scheme. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, like, we all going at it all game. It's like, dang, this is a freaking dog fight. And I don't know if I've ever had one of those, like, you know, to that extent. You know, everybody is literally giving it all on both sides of the ball. And, um, you know, like, the encouragement on on our side, man, like, it was just like a true, true battle. And, um, you know, a lot. I've played in other games that were battles. But I don't know why that one just it kind of felt like it meant more, at least to me. It is the SEC slogan, uh, logo. Um, it just means more. Mike, I, I, I do gotta, I, I do gotta tell you something that I'm looking forward to. Now, this isn't a game that a lot of people outside of Louisiana are circling. I'm ready for the Southern game. I'm ready for the human jukebox to come to Death Valley. You know, start playing some Bruno Mars. I'm gonna be sitting up in the corner. You know, that's gonna be me. But let me let me ask you this: when a when a band is is really hitting, like I don't know if it's just me, but dude, I'll be dancing out in the field. I'll be kind of like you know just trying to do you know do something. You, you get hyped though when the band starts beating. Like, what you gonna do? If they start playing a, a a really crunk song and it's loud and the whole stadium's just buzzing, because I have a feeling it's going to be doing that. See, me personally, I'll always like you know I might do a little something, but on the field I I be screaming like whenever I'm laying, I'm like I just scream. I literally just just scream. I won't. I might not even say any words, but I'm I've always been a just a screamer, you know. So I, I I'm sure I'll be out there yelling some nonsense. You know? Oh, dude, <laughs> we need to get you. We need to get you mic'd up. I want to hear what you say. Uh, we do have some questions firing in here. Pooh Bear on YouTube says, hashtag ask Mike Jones. What are some personal goals that you have for the season? I know we touched on that a little bit, uh, but what are some personal goals that you're looking forward to and you're wanting to accomplish? Well, yeah, uh, personally, man, I say by the end of this, I'd like to tell, look back and say, you know, every week I played my best football. Um, I feel like that's something that, you know, every year I, I've made dramatic steps, you know, but I've always felt like there, there's another level that I, I could reach, you know, and I'm, I feel like I haven't really maxed out on my potential yet. So personally, I want to look back and say, you did it this year, you know, uh, you put yourself in a position to to uh, achieve whatever it, whatever it is I want to achieve at the ball. Um, and then, you know, even though it's not necessarily a personal goal, I love to win, you know. I like to win the SEC East or West. My bad. You know, <laughs> you know I'm still new here. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of new here. No, you're, you're good. Hey, as long as you're not Carson Wentz and don't know who anybody is in your like <laughs> whole conference, we're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my um, dude didn't even know that the Titans were in Tennessee. He goes Buffalo. Anyway, you're not that bad. He did it, bro. Go look it up. He goes. I think they're in Buffalo, right? Man, horrible you know, nah, that's bad he's he been taking some hits that's what that sounds like <laughs> <laughs> my man come up my man get, get that shake back come on bro hey don't forget we went on vacation we're still gonna go get that blue store chicken we got some people in here asking 
We're, we're going to do that. Uh, Mike Jones, current LSU linebacker, joining us. Mike, a couple more questions. Uh, we'll get you out of here. Somebody asked, uh, have you officially put Boosie on your playlist to listen to before the game now that you've been in Louisiana? Man, I have set it off in my playlist since, like, high school. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my mind right. Like, every time I, know every time I played a, uh, a, in one of our playoff games down here, I made sure to listen to it. Like, oh, right. I might not be getting all these snaps today against LSU, but I'm going to set it off on special teams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. I do. I, you ever uh, – this happened to me one time. We were sitting in the hotel oh, about to leave, and, like, set it off came on. And I'm thinking I'm just kind of singing to myself. I'm not really that loud. I'm just getting focused. And one of my – or my roommate – starts filming me and we're about to get on the bus and I'm like, set it off in this month. You know, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm just being calm, cool and collected. And my O-line coach walks up to me, he's like, Blake, you got to calm down. I'm like, I felt like I was calm, you know? Yeah. But either oh, way. Uh, Mike, you talked to, uh, last week about the team, the team unity. You talked about your personal goals and really your personal goals kind of fit along with being a team and the unity around the team. Brian Kelly talked about that this week and, and not really going in that specifically with you, but he kind of mentioned the same exact thing that you mentioned a week before. Um, can you elaborate a little bit more on that about how, because last year was a little bit different, but you said, and he said, and a lot of people have talked about just how close this team's coming together. Uh, can you, can you, as a player, can you take us there? About how yeah, the team absolutely. Together? Absolutely. And um, so to me, I think the major growth between how we have come together has all been, you know, kind of dictated off their emphasis on accountability. You know, mm-hmm. like whenever you had a whole team and it, you know, and I'm not saying like things weren't uh, like we weren't accountable, but when you don't pay attention and you don't highlight the things that, you know, might be getting overlooked, it's hard for somebody to say, you know, I'm not going to do this today. Like it's all good. But we literally look at like everything. We got our accountability teams. We know who's winning, who's losing, what points people are losing, you know. And so, like me, on my team, we got a group message. You know, I might take my team, hey, make sure you all do out your, uh, your like, wellness review. Somebody else texts, hey, make sure y'all take y'all vitamin. Make sure y'all checking in for dinner. You know, everybody's checking up with each other because, one, we want to compete, we want to win. But, you know, there's nothing being overlooked there. You know what I'm saying? We all, we all rely on each other to – you know, try to win our team competition every week. And I, like, I've seen personally how that's just, you know, even made us so much, you know, closer as a team. You know, I've gotten to know guys who I've been on the team with for a year, but didn't even really know their name, knew nothing about them. And now I talk to these dudes almost every day. And so, um, you know, and I didn't think that was something that would really tie into accountability, but it's truly like we all really need each other, you know, and so uh, it, it, it's pulled us together. You've been on some very good teams. And you just mentioned something about having that before, and now you're doing it again, and now you're being a part of the leader. Now you're an upperclassman. Um, Mike, do you have that same feel? Because it feels to me, from what you're talking about, and look, all the great teams have it. It, It's that one thing in unity. Um, Do you feel like that's something that you've gained, that this team's gained this year, maybe even, Mike, over the last seven weeks? Is that – has that been the biggest thing that's happened over the last seven weeks 
is how much closer the team's gotten. Personally, for myself, I would say yes, because I know myself, like, you know, I, I really stay at home. You know, when I got to go to work, I, I got to go to work. When I got to go to school, I go to school. You know, and I got to watch film, I got to watch film, you know, and that's kind of always how I've been, you know, throughout since I've gotten to college. But, you know, now, like, for myself, I'm interacting with more of my teammates than I have probably since I've been in school, you know. And we've always had a really close-knit group here, you know, and a whole bunch of joking around and laughing in the locker room all the time, constantly. But, uh, you know, I can say for myself, I believe so. You know, at least in my personal experiences, this is the most, you know, involved I've ever felt with the team since I've been in school. I love it. Man, look, you're you're becoming the, the fan favorite here, bro. I, I mean, they love you. <laughs> I mean, they absolutely love you. And, and I love it. Look, we're going to go get that Blue Store chicken. So we went to – let me tell you something very quickly. We went to the beach this week. And uh, I kept thinking about Blue Store Chicken. Publix, Publix of all places, is giving the Blue Store a little bit of the run of their money. Mike, we're going to have to go in there and tell Miss Anita she better pick it up because this is bullshit right here, Mike. Just let it be known, but we're going to go experience. Uh, Mike, one last we'll, we'll get you out of here. Um, anything you're watching, monitoring sports-wise, anything else that you want to talk about or you're just – observing i know that major league baseball the strike and how crazy that's been is there anything though that you're focusing on that you've seen that you've been thinking about over the last couple of uh, days or last week yeah man the the combine is starting and uh i have a lot of friends a lot of former teammates a lot of guys i've played against uh one thing i'm really excited to see i'm ready to watch demon clock run mm -hmm. he's one of the only people you know, other than Isaiah Simmons, of course, he was faster than me by a lot. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Damone is one of the only, like, true linebackers. I'm like, yo, he, he moving with me? What in the world? You know, usually I feel like I always just outran everybody. Uh -huh. But, uh, yeah, Damone, Damone kind of had me shook a little bit. So I think he's going to run crazy fast. Don't be surprised if he runs something ridiculous. I lied. This is the last one. Damone made a big leap from two seasons ago, technically now, to last season. Was there something that you saw in Damone off the field? On the Obviously, we all saw it on the field, so we have a good gauge on it. What did you see off the field that made him take that leap forward? Because, look, Damone, I, I mean, quite honestly, Mike could have played himself until a late first-round pick. Uh, is there something that you saw there? Uh, that you might implement because LSU's had a lot of great linebackers, Devin White, Quan Alexander. I mean, the list goes on and on. But is there something that you saw that Patrick Queen? God forbid, I can't say I, I got to say Patrick King, Queen because Lavonia's going to come after me if I don't. Um, <laughs> but is there something that you saw that you'll implement for yourself this season? Um, man, and, and you know, I don't know Demone outside of you know since I got here, you know, right before you know fall camp, <clears throat> but. Comparing them to the guys I've seen, you know, and we had a lot of really great linebackers at Clemson, man, just being constantly locked in all the time, you know, it, it can be hard, you know, it can be hard. It's easy to get tired at the end of the year. And regardless what was happening within our season, this man, Damone, stayed 
continually, continually bring up all year, all year, on all aspects of the game, mentally, physically. You know, and like I never seen him get tired. Like I remember in the, we were in the Bama game, and one I forgot what drive it was, but I'm over there dying. I'm like, oh my <laughs> lord, I know we all tired. When I look at the mode, I'm like, how are you not dead? Well, so, um, but yeah, man, he everything he did, man, I feel like he did it at such a high level, mm-hmm. and to just stay completely locked in like that, man, and, you know, that that's been something I've seen the best of the best. Well, the best of the best I've been around do. And, uh, you know, he fully embodied, you know, that true, truly locked in, you know, all in mindset. Uh, that's what makes him elite, man. And look, he's 240 pounds. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Yeah. He's 240 pounds doing that, Mike, which is wild. Uh, Brandon Hollingsworth says, Blake, tell Mike if he enjoyed Nolan Mardigal to make sure he goes to BR St. Patty's Day Parade. Absolutely, Mike. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll have to go to that one. It gets, it, oh, yeah. gets pretty, it gets pretty live up in there, uh, Mike. Dude, look, man, you're becoming a fan favorite. A lot of people are are love and, and watch are love to listen to you and everything that and you being a part of the program and everything that you're doing, uh, guys. You can follow him at uh, on Twitter at underscore uh, m jones twenty four. Uh, we'll have him back at, back against next week, Mike. We might go get some fu- uh, some not some funeral chicken. That's public chicken. We might go get some blue <laughs> chicken lunch, but that's nevertheless. Mike, have a good night, my friend. We'll talk soon. Oh yeah, man. Appreciate it. That's our good friend, Mike Jones, current LSU linebacker. Dude's just so amazing, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.